From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said yesterday he's hoping what he calls streamlined health orders will make it easier for schools, churches, and festival organizers to hold events safely. Kevin Landers has the details. Governor DeWine said mass gathering restrictions will basically be removed. That means if you're in a group of 10 or less people, you can attend events. Just make sure you are six feet away from the next group of 10. The mask order has not changed. There will be attendance restrictions for indoor events at 25 because the state says that setting remains a high risk. People are dancing and, you know, slow dance. They're going to be obviously closer than six feet. We're we're not stupid uh, and we're not asking people to do crazy things. But be careful. Just, you know, be careful in how you put on the event. Now, Governor DeWine also said he will not mandate that students get a vaccine before they return to school. Outside the State House, Kevin Landers. COVID-19 cases are surging in southeast Michigan, prompting a doctor in Toledo to issue a heads-up to folks in northwest Ohio. Emma Henderson has more. Dr. Brian Kaminsky says northwest Ohio needs to watch what's happening in Michigan, where there are more cases in Monroe County than almost anywhere in the country, according to the New York Times. Between Ohio and Michigan, there's plenty of people that cross the state line on a daily basis for work or for family or for other reasons. Kaminsky believes that we are inching closer to the end of the pandemic with how fast the vaccine rollout has been. He says new data shows most vaccinated people aren't among those being hospitalized. Emma Henderson in Toledo. Ohio's Lieutenant Governor John Husted has now agreed to meet with the Asian community in the Columbus suburb of Upper Arlington, where he lives, following a controversy that broke out 11 days ago. Richard Solomon explains. It all stems from a tweet from Husted. It reads, so it appears it was the Wuhan virus after all. Nadi Satiani and Anna Lee say their biggest concern through all this has been the safety of their children. These are very real experiences that we've had that are not just hurt feelings. They are things our kids have experienced that start with words. Words do matter. If he intended to communicate something, uh, do so clearly, as clearly as you can. Richard Solomon reporting in Upper Arlington. As Ohio Republican Rob Portman makes plans to retire from the U.S. Senate next year, the race to fill his soon-to-be-vacant seat is getting a bit more crowded. ONN's Dave James reports. Cleveland businessman Bernie Marino has announced he's running for the job. In a newly released campaign announcement, the car dealer and tech entrepreneur says he'll protect the gains made by President Trump. If we're going to protect this country from the socialist left and keep this precious idea built on the concept of freedom, then we need outsiders who back up their words with action. The open seat is attracting interest from many potential candidates from both parties. Dave James, I went in news. The now former director of the Ohio Department of Health, who led Ohio through the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, has announced she will not run for the U.S. Senate next year. Dr. Amy Acton issued a written statement this afternoon expressing gratitude for those Ohioans who encouraged her to consider a U.S. Senate run. Acton's name is one of many thrown into the speculation about who will succeed Ohio Senator Rob Portman, who previously announced his intention not to run for that seat in 2022. Acton urged those holding public office to be honest, collaborative, and empowering, and said to her fellow Ohioans, quote, do not accept anything less from your elected officials, end quote. 
A controversial piece of legislation that eases the burden of those claiming self-defense in a shooting becomes law today. More from Clay Gordon. Ohio's new Stand Your Ground law goes into effect today. It eliminates Ohioans' duty to retreat before using force. The Republican governor signed the bill despite his long-expressed concerns that GOP lawmakers were ignoring his own legislation. Those laws were proposed following the 2019 mass shooting in Dayton. I'm Clay Gordon. Two Toledo police sergeants have been disciplined after being accused of sexually harassing female patrol officers and being found guilty of conduct unbecoming of an officer. Tyler Paley has more. Chief George Crawl says the discipline he handed down was the safest bet to ensure the punishment wasn't overridden by union arbitration. Documents show Sergeant Matthew Gobble has a pattern of making inappropriate remarks. He was demoted to officer and prohibited from any promotion within TPD. He and Sergeant Kevin neighbors were also suspended, but neighbors will keep his rank and both will need to undergo sexual harassment training. Tyler Paley in downtown Toledo. And a judge has temporarily blocked enforcement of an Ohio law requiring fetal remains from surgical abortions to be cremated or buried. Tracy Townsend reports. The law was to go into effect today until Hamilton County Judge Allison Hathaway's decision yesterday, which marked a victory for clinics whose lawsuit argues a lack of rules makes complying impossible, effectively banning abortions. The disputed law aims to replace a previous law that required fetal remains to be disposed of in a humane manner, but without defining humane. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.